So, what's this mysterious thing you've wanted to show me? I received a very strange text. I wanted to show it to you in person. Wait, how long before she died did she send this? See, that's the strange part. I got this text after she died. <gasps> Katie, you're seeing this too, right? Um, probably. Picture in your mind a suburban middle-class neighborhood where there is a lovely little house with a hidden family secret needing to be told. Digital Sky. Moonstone. In the kitchen, we observe 43-year-old Alan Carpenter fumbling with an orange juice container. God damn it! Are you okay, Dad? To the rescue comes Alan's daughter, Katie Carpenter, a 22-year-old college senior living alone with her father. I'm just... It was slippery. No problem. If it was milk, we'd have something to cry about. <laughs> Over the last seven months and 28 days, Alan and Katie have had to depend on each other. Katie's mom, Hannah, was killed in a car accident by a distracted driver. <laughs> who decided that it was more important to return a text than to keep his eyes on the road. I miss your mother so much, Katie. I, I, I just can't seem to handle anything without her. It'll get better, Dad. It hasn't even been a year. It feels like yesterday. And forever at the same time. I miss her too. But I just know Mom wants us to go on with our lives. I know, Angel. I know. Lost to the mortal world is a beautiful spirit that lit the way for her family, suddenly snuffed out, leaving a giant emptiness where Hannah used to be. He's getting worse, Aunt Paula. He seems more and more lost. He's been a little lost long before he met your mom. Hey, can you get together for lunch tomorrow? I only have one class in the morning. Lazy Daisy at noon? Definitely. I have something I've been wanting to show you. Ooh, a mystery. Can we make it one o'clock? I have a meeting that could run long. Okay, see you then in there. I'll also have the niçoise salad. And coffee, please. Iced for my niece, hot for me. Hot for you? Well, yes, I am. I'll get you your coffees right away. He's cute. What's wrong with that boy? Hitting on an old lady with my gorgeous niece sitting right there? You're not old, Aunt Paula. You're a smoking hot milf. Only without the end part. So you're an ilf, whatever. He was definitely flirting with you. Even if he was, I wouldn't know what to do with him. Okay, this guy's kind of a punk, but it's time for you to get back out there. Fire up the dating apps and give the wheel a spin. And drown in a sea of dick pics and desperation. No thank you. <laughs> it's not all that bad. People are still falling in love, you know. I am very happy being alone with Blue and Snoopy watching <laughs> the real housewives of wherever. <laughs> what about you? Any boys up to your standards these days? Not looking in that direction right now. I have to focus on studying for the LSAT. I need to get into a good local law school where I can be close to my dad. 
Don't limit your options to this little corner of the world, Katie. With your academic record, you could get into some of the best law schools in the country. Like anything sweet with your coffee? I get off at five. Seems like you're getting off now. <laughs> <laughs> you're my hero, Aunt Paula. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's this mysterious thing you wanted to show me? Katie, I received a very strange text. I didn't mention it when we were on the phone because I wanted to show it to you in person. Okay. Here, here, take a look. I never said I'm sorry. Okay, so someone wants to make amends with you. Well, this one's a little late. Look who the text's from. Hannah. As in my mom? As in your mom. As in my sister. Wait, how long before she died did she send this? See, that's the strange part. I got this text after she died. Oh my god, that's so freaky. It must have gotten stuck in the cloud or something. Except for it was three weeks ago, on my birthday. That's such a weird coincidence. I, I, I've been really stressing over this for weeks. I wasn't sure I should even tell you about it. But then I realized... That it has to be my dad. <laughs> yes, obviously it's from Alan. Only he doesn't have her phone. I do. You sent me this message? Of course I didn't. I held onto the phone so I could take calls and check her email for anyone who might not know she passed away. Well, we can rule out paranormal activity, because paranormal activity is for the movies and insane people. Of course. Katie and Paula are about to get the strangest group text message of all time. Moonstone. Yeah, that's what I got. Moonstone. Come on, Aunt Paula. This is such a sick joke that you're playing. You can't expect me to believe we are getting texted by my dead mother from beyond the grave. I would never do something like that to you. Not about something like this. Just like I know you would never do something like this to me. I know, I know. I'm sorry. Are you ladies fighting over me? I'll tip you double if you go away and let someone else bring the check. <laughs> Wait, her wedding ring had a moonstone. She told me she didn't want a diamond because she didn't want to contribute to killing children in the Sierra Leone Civil War. She always cared about others less fortunate. When we were kids, she volunteered for everything. I was way too into my social life to be so selfless. She taught me to give back. Moonstone. Where's the ring now? Oh, I have that too. Wanna come see it? I'll call my office. The bill is paid before their lunch even arrives. Katie and Paula rush out to the car to discover the secret of the Moonstone. So, I guess we're either in a movie or a couple of insane people. We're definitely not in a movie. They have no logical idea of what they will find, but Katie and Paula sense that they need to get there slowly, carefully, and hope that there is enough time to catch up with the past. Oh, hi, Paula. Hi, Alan. 
What are you guys up to? Just going to hang out in my room, look at some old pictures. Oh, okay. Um, have a nice time. Why aren't you at work, Dad? I forgot my laptop. I need to go back, but now I can't find my keys. Did you look on the key caddy by the door? Yes, I... You're supposed to put them there as soon as you get home. I looked there first. I've been searching for them for the last 20 minutes. Did you check the car? <laughs> of course, I checked the car. Did you try your pants pockets? Yes, I checked... Uh... Oh. Yeah. I swear I checked them before. It's been just a day full of surprises. Okay, uh, I gotta go. Nice to see you, Paula. You too, Alan. Told ya, he was helpless. Good thing his butt is attached to his body or he'd leave it behind. Seriously? Sorry. Let's go find the ring. Soon after, in Katie's bedroom, niece and aunt are rummaging through Katie's memory boxes, packed with photos, letters, vacation souvenirs, and other cherished reminders of the past. My parents were my age when they got married. And your dad was. Hannah was even younger. Wait, why aren't you in any of these pictures? I would have thought you'd be the maid of honor. So, why weren't you there? I was invited, uh, but I, I couldn't go. Oh my god, you were the most beautiful baby girl I've ever seen. And why aren't you in any of the pictures from when I was a baby? The haunting, beautiful sound guides Katie's hand toward finding the ring box. She opens it and reveals the stunning wedding ring, a shimmering blue moonstone and a lovely silver setting that captures the essence of who Hannah was in life. Here it is. Hannah wore it so beautifully. Yep, it's from mom. No message though. Katie goes to her desk and opens a drawer where she keeps Hannah's phone. She takes it out. This is messed up. Aunt Paula, bring the ring over. Aunt Paula brings the ring over to Katie. The closer the moonstone gets to Hannah's phone, the more it glows, and an ethereal, feminine image starts to take shape. Has Apple announced any major FaceTime upgrades recently? Oh, sorry, ladies, sorry. I was halfway there when I realized I forgot my phone. Did you try calling it? Yes, but it's not even buzzing. God, it has to be here. I was sitting in the kitchen having some lunch when... Oh, yep, just found it in the fridge next to the almond milk. Bye again. Bye, drive safe, Dad. Katie and Paula are frightened but also astonished as a lovely image of a woman swaying in the abyss begins to appear on Hannah's phone screen. Katie moves the moonstone ring against the phone and the image swirls and becomes more defined, revealing a gentle astral image of Hannah. <gasps> Katie, you're seeing this too, right? Um. Probably. Mom, is that you? That's me, Angel. This is a recording, right? I'm not a recording, Katie. I have to be dreaming then. I'm betting on insanity myself. 
Where are you, Hannah? You're not sleepy, and you're not crazy. I'm with you. I'm with you. The connection is very fragile. Why are you here, Hannah? I needed to tell you how profoundly sorry I am, Paula. Hannah, that's in the past. We made our peace with it. We made peace with what? You should tell her, Paula. Tell me what? The reason I was out of your lives for those years. My heart was broken. I don't get what is going on. Alan, um, your dad was my fiancé. He proposed, and I accepted in our senior year of college. But one night, before a major party, he and I had a terrible fight and broke up. Wait, what? Hannah was visiting me at my school. I was jealous of my big sister, Paula. She had become such a superstar. Well, I struggled with just about everything. The night of their fight, Paula decided she didn't want to go to the party. And by the time Alan got there, I'd been drinking for hours. I seduced him. I took advantage of her heartbroken fiancé by playing into his insecurities. Me? We wanted you. Everything worked out the way it was supposed to. I treated you terribly, dear sister. Dear sister. Couldn't stand that my husband might love someone more than me. My heartbreak wasn't over your father, Katie. He was a vulnerable young man. It was my sister who broke my heart. The one person in the world I completely trusted. I betrayed that trust. trust. Katie, your parents didn't give up on our relationship. They tried to make me a part of their lives. After years, I finally agreed to see them, to meet you before you were old enough to wonder where I was. Katie reveals a child's watch with a worn out strap, an adorable baby walrus on its face. I remember, I was four. You brought me this watch but until now, I never realized it was the first time that I'd met my Aunt Paula. You hugged me so hard, you squeezed all those years of resentment right out of me. I fell madly in love with my crazy, beautiful niece. I had to make peace with the past so I could be a part of her, your life. This walrus watch was on my wrist until it started cutting off my circulation. The unexpected gift that finally brought our family to our family. Hannah, you're my little sister. I made a promise to always be there for you. We did have those precious years. Katie, I had a lot of paralyzing fears growing up. Even though I was the older sister, it was your mom who made me feel safe. Your grandparents didn't know how to deal. They sent me to a psychiatrist who misdiagnosed me. But it was my sister, Hannah, that showed me how to face my fears and fly. You saved me, Hannah, and I will always love you. I'm so, so sorry, Paula. I never really told you that. Somehow, I was given this last chance. Thank you, sister. I obviously never imagined I would hear you say it. Um, well, especially after... After I died. 
ghostly spirit starts to rise from the foam, drifting away toward the digital sky. I just realized! We're in an airplane with the door open! Are you okay, Apa? Now I remember the reason I never let my little sister take me skydiving! Katie, do you have the moonstone ring? Take mom with us. I want you to wear it when you go away to one of those top law schools you've been working hard toward. What do you mean? I can't leave you now. Yes, you can. You can go anywhere you want and come home anytime you want. How are you going to deal with life on your own? <laughs> like a grown-up. It's about time, huh? Are you scared of jumping, Dad? No. It'll be great. You? <laughs> Scared out of my mind, but excited. I'm very happy for the two of you. Skydiving was your idea, Ampala. It was Hannah's idea a long time ago. I'm just keeping my promise. All right, everyone. We've just reached an altitude of 14,728 feet. Who is ready to fly? Cowabunga! much for listening to this episode of Digital Sky Moonstone. Subscribe now to Digital Sky on Apple Podcasts. Moonstone was produced by Robert Benton, Robert L., and Scott Zacharin. Written and directed by Scott Zacharin. Starring the voices of Tessa Netting as Katie Carpenter, Donna Dierico as Aunt Paula, Susan Siegel as Hannah Carpenter, Jonathan Freeman as Alan Carpenter, George Avalotis as Depth the Waiter, original score by Daniel Stockdale. Engineered and mixed by Rick McRae. Engineer assistant, Jonathan Cronin. Recorded at Conscious Studios in beautiful Santa Monica, California. Sound supervision by Johnny McConville. Edited by Rick McRae. And co-edited by Johnny McConville. And I am your narrator, Anna Brisbane. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Digital Sky Pod for all kinds of fun and surprises. Digital Sky was created by Scott Zacharin. Digital Sky is a Zoit Media production. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and share with your friends. Here's a preview of the next episode of Digital Sky. I just got four sacred tokens. Earth, wind, fire, water. The four elements of life. I'm going to try Earth. 
and now I'm ready for some real vacation. Boy, what the hell was that? Dude, this is an expensive hotel. Why are they laying out these cheap-ass chairs? Seriously, Roy, you have super strength, man. That's freaking amazing. Seriously, guys? You're celebrating this? The Vlog Squad's Nick Antoyan, DC's Young Justice star Zena Robinson, Instagram icon Morgan Harville, and ventriloquist extraordinaire Christine Barger star in the next episode of Digital Sky Super App.